While we've tried to be as helpful as possible, this podcast should not be considered professional financial advice. It contains general information only, and you should seek out independent professional advice on your personal situation before making any financial decisions. There was a gentleman who was a truck driver, blokey bloke, Aussie guy, crying on his driveway because he didn't believe it was possible, but he was able to move into not only just his home, a home that was their own, but a brand new home that he thought in their wildest dreams, whilst they desperately wanted to provide that, particularly for their two daughters, was just gonna be something that they wouldn't be able to do because of their situation. Welcome to Building the Dream, a podcast by Metricon, all about the process of building a new home. I'm your host, Cecilia Ramsdale. I'm a mum of two kids. I am a voice actor, a podcaster, and I have a sneaky love of houses and all things real estate. Now, I, like many of you listening, have bought houses before. I've renovated. I've even rebuilt entire parts of them. But one thing I've never done is build a whole new house from scratch, but I've always wanted to. So in this series, I'll be speaking to the experts at Metricon about the process of building a brand new home. Together, we'll explore all the steps in the process from first deciding to build new to actually getting the keys. And by the end of this series, you and I will both know if we want to take the plunge. So why build new? That's the big question. And in today's episode, we're going to chat with two people who have all the answers. First, you'll hear from Luke Fryer. That was his voice you heard at the start of the episode. And I can't wait for you to hear more about that story he was telling. But before that, let's introduce Luke properly. Luke is the general manager of the Queensland arm of Metricon, and he's really passionate about the work he does. We'll explore what's so alluring about building a new home and what some of his favourite parts of the process are. Now, I know Luke's passion for home building is going to give you some great insight into why we should build new. So I decided to ask him how he got into the industry in the first place, and I think you'll be surprised by the answer. Going back a lot of years now, I got the opportunity to play cricket in the UK, which was a dream come true for a young man who was a cricket tragic growing up and probably still is, but more as a couch fan these days rather than an actual athlete. The connectivity back to home to my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, was pretty ordinary. So it was a difficult period for our relationship over that six months being genuinely apart. And whilst I would have loved to go back and continue that, we were young and in love and we didn't want to be apart any longer. And you couldn't persuade her to go and hang out in the dreary old English weather as opposed to living in Queensland. Funny that. <laughs> Let's talk about your role now, though. Talk me through your background in home building. You've admitted to me before we started that you're not very good with a hammer. So how did you end up in home building working for Metricon? It's interesting, actually. I was studying at university in Brisbane and I've got an older brother who was working for a commercial building supplies business in Brisbane. And he said to me, mate, we're a bit short at work. Would you like to do a bit of work when you're not studying? I said, yeah, happy to, you know. So I really enjoyed that. And then the opportunity came to jump into a builder on the Gold Coast. So I took that opportunity because I wanted to learn about the whole sum of a house rather than just one element. And then I enjoyed it so much, I just discontinued my university immediately, where I was studying to become a teacher, actually. 
was a junior estimator with that business and over a period of, I think, three years, managed to work up to estimating manager. And then the opportunity came to interview for a role at Metricon. So I jumped at the opportunity to interview, went along. The interview went for 10 or 12 minutes, walked out, thought I'd nailed it and anticipated the phone call any minute to offer me the job and fall at my feet to get me on board. <laughs> and the call never came. So I waited a couple of days and I called the recruiter because it was a through recruit at the time. I said, oh, just, just touching bases. Has the offer from Metricon come in yet? And she said, oh, <laughs> unfortunately, they've gone in a different direction. They've offered the role to another gentleman. And I thought, wow, I've totally misread that room. I've thought I've nailed it. They've obviously thought I'm a dunce and ushered me out quickly. The pride was hurt a little bit. And then two days later, I got a call from the recruiter saying, look, as good luck would have it, the first gentleman has declined their offer and they'd like to offer you the role. And I remember thinking, okay, this is a real fork in the road moment here where I can either be all hurt and have my pride dented and say, well, no, if I'm not their first choice, I don't want to go there. Or I can be just as excited today as I would have been two days ago if they offered me the role in the first point of view and jump at the opportunity. So I decided to get over myself and jump at the opportunity. And that was nearly 15 years ago. Yeah. And it was turned out to be the best decision I've ever made outside of your personal life in meeting your wife and having children. You know? You're Stephen Bradbury, but these <laughs> things are meant to happen, aren't they? Let's get on to why building new is the way to go. In your view, what's the number one reason why someone should build a new home rather than buying an established home or renovating an established home? It's a very common question that we get, particularly from consumers out in our displays, that they're sort of tossing up between one or the other. My answer to that would be that very few people, as a percentage of our population, get the privilege to do it their way. Very few people get the opportunity as a percentage of the population to say, no, 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 we're going to build a home for ourselves and it's going to have all the features and fittings and layout that we want for us. If you ever get the opportunity to do it, do it because it's one of life's great pleasures. We spend so much time in our home, most of us, caught 15, 16 hours of the 24 that we spend. The other six or seven or eight, we're generally at. That's the reason why that it's, you can do it for yourself and you can have it the way you want it. If you're doing a renovation, no matter what you do in that renovation, it will never quite be exactly as you want because it's an existing product that you are modifying. Well, there's always limitations. You can modify what you can see, but what's under the ground is still 35 years old and I'm still going to go to bed at night going, oh, when's this plumbing going to give way? And when it does, I'm going to have a big problem on my hands. Or when I turn that light on, it flickers before it turns on because the wires behind that wall are 40 years old and I can't control that. So building a new home for yourself is one of the few times where you can do it your way, just how you want it. If that means you want a pink wall, have a pink wall. If you're a mad trombone player, build yourself a trombone room. Do it. So that's the reason why you should build new because it's one of the very few moments in life. When you buy a new car, it's, it's again, very few people are able to afford a brand new car off the showroom. It's a wonderful thing if you can do it to do it. But even a new car isn't perfectly the way you want it because the manufacturer dictates that the interior is black and the steering wheel is the way it is. You build a home, you have input. You say, no, Mr. Builder, I want a pink wall. And that kitchen bench top, I want it to be 100 mil higher because I'm really tall and I'm sick of bending over in all the rental properties I've lived in because it's a standard height bench top. For all those reasons, it's possibly a little bit selfish, but bugger it. We're only in this world for a short period of time. If you can afford to build a new home, do it. Well, it's interesting you say that. I'm going to jump to another question off the back of that. Yeah, everyone has to live somewhere. And if it is the great Australian dream to own your own home. So a lot of people do 
aspire to that. And of course, you can buy an existing home. So it's interesting that you say it's the thing that if you're going to do it, then why not build for yourself? Do you think, though, there's a perception that building your own home is really only for people who are well off? Like, is it available to the average person instead of just buying an existing home? Yeah, there's certainly perceptions out there that would believe that building new is out of reach for a certain volume of the population. In more recent times, perhaps that perception is shifting or has shifted. And I think when you look at what established real estate property values are are doing around the country at the moment, they're increasing at the fastest price increase rates for, for many, many years. It's unbelievable, you know, but all the economic fundamentals are right for it to be real and for it to probably be sustained for a period of time now. So by default, that's making building a home all of a sudden very, very in reach with the diversification of product from Metricon and many other builders now. So I think the industry has recognized that anyone should be able to access building a new home, whether you're a young person scraping together the deposit or an older person who's wanting to stick to a budget because they've got a certain amount of superannuation and they, they want to keep some for themselves and to travel and not necessarily put it in bricks and mortar. Maybe it's a little bit more expensive to buy a brand new home that you've built to your own specifications. But if you buy an existing home, you don't know what you're buying, like you touched on that before with renovating. So maybe it's a little bit cheaper. Maybe it's a bit closer to where you work or all of those sort of factors, but you don't know what you're buying. So is there something about buying a new home that you build that you know all the parts of that gives peace of mind? No doubt, because every product that's used to build a new home is new. It's a brand new product and with the associated manufacturer warranties that come with a new product. So there's certainly comfort in that. Whereas in building new, whilst a wonderful luxury, there is that element of delayed gratification. It's a process that I understand it takes time to build a home and I'm going in eyes open that I'm going to have to live here whilst this new home is built for us. So there is that element that that's the off play. Yes, I'm getting exactly how I want it, but I do have to wait a little bit longer for it. I want to save some of our talk with Luke for later. That way we can end with the whole story of the Aussie bloke who was brought to tears by the new home he never thought he could have. But before we get there, I want to bring Drew Glascott into the picture. Drew is the General Manager of Sales in Victoria for Metricon and he's been in home building for over 15 years. I really loved talking to Drew about the process of building a new home because he just made it feel so achievable. I started out by asking what attracted him to the home building industry. I sort of got into the home building industry by mistake. I started off in the car industry and decided I wanted to change and actually just found a job on Seek, like many people do, and applied for the job. And it was in in the marketing department for another builder. And I applied for the role and got the role and sort of that's how it sort of started for me. They're both big purchases. I mean, the biggest purchase anyone will ever make is their new home. And the second one, when you think about it, is a car. So I guess they're linked. Now, because you've worked in different industries, what is the best part about working in the home building industry? Cars are nice to have, whereas homes, everybody needs shelter. So everybody needs a home. So I think the best part about working in the home building industry is that you're helping people secure their dream of getting into a new home. Yeah, I love the idea, though, that building a home isn't just about aspiration. It's actually about shelter. And as human beings, that's one of the fundamental things we need. So let's talk about why build a new home, because of course, that's what Metricon is about. Do you think that's the number one reason that someone should build a home rather than buying one that they could just walk into off the street? 
the fact that you can make it yours? Absolutely, 100%. You get the opportunity to customise. You get to choose the look of the home from the facade. You get to choose your floor plan, the colours, the bench tops. You get to choose absolutely everything in detail. It is completely designed for you and your family. So I think that absolutely is the number one reason. As well as if you buy an established home, you don't get warranties or peace of mind with, for example, Metricon, as you know, offer a lifetime structural guarantee. So you get a lot of comfort in building a new home. So not only do you get the home that you want, but you get all these warranties and services that you don't get when you buy an established home. No, well, I suppose too, the thing is, if you're buying an established home, often you walk in and you go, oh, it needs a new bathroom, or I think the laundry needs an update or the flooring has to be fixed up or what have you. So you're not walking into something that's brand new either, are you? So that comes with its own problems. Absolutely. And also when you buy established as well, you actually really don't know what you're getting. You're sort of taking a chance a little bit because when you buy established, and I've done it before, but you know, you don't flush every toilet, you don't turn on every tap. So until you actually move in and you start to use the shower and the toilet and things, you don't exactly know what's wrong with the place until it's too late. It is funny, isn't it? You think about the amount of time you spend going through a home, like (laughs) not when you're building, when you might buy that's established, but you spend like, I don't know, total of about 12 minutes walking through it before you decide. Absolutely. You might go through two, maybe three times. So let's call it, even let's call it an hour all up over three visits because you might take your parents or your friends or family through. But when you think that you're going to spend years of your life in this place and you're buying it from an hour, you really don't know. You're taking a chance. And so comparing that to building, how much of that pre-setup planning time do you think someone would put into the house that they're building with Metricon compared to one that you might buy like that? That's what I like about our industry is that if you want to come through our studio three times and electrical appointments and you can spend as much time or as little time as you like, that's what I like about it. A lot of people that are listening to us today will have bought a home and gone through that process before. And they might be considering building a home, but it is a very different process. So can you tell me what you think the fundamental differences are when it comes to going through building a home with Metricon compared to, as we've been talking about, just buying one off the street? The main difference is timeframes. If you buy an established home, you can be in there within 60 days, sometimes 30 day settlements, whereas building a new home obviously takes a lot longer. What's the saying? All good things take time. So if you want something that's brand new and customised and suits your family, then it just takes a, that longer process. Well, you definitely get to choose, you know, the community that you live in and the amenities that are in that community, whether it's schools or childcare or shops or healthcare. Unfortunately, when you buy established or new, you can never choose your neighbours. No. (laughs) So that's just one thing that in life, you never know what you're going to get until they move in. But I think it's an exciting process when you build a new home too, that, you know, we have customers send in photos of them having a slab party where they go to the slab and crack a bottle of champagne and have some sandwiches on their slab and you see it come out of the ground. So it's an exciting process. What are the things that you talk to your clients about when they come to you, what they should be aware of or their expectations when they start on the process of building a home. What are the kind of tools that you give to them to manage their expectations along the way? I think the most important is you've got to set those expectations up front. And the main things are, as I mentioned earlier, about timeframes. You've got to be honest and upfront with how long this process is going to take. And also the budget conversation, because when you start from a floor plan to you're building your own home, basically through the studio process, but everything you add costs money. So 
having that conversation about budget up front and setting expectations because the last thing you want is customers to choose everything and then realize that they can't afford it so that can be a really bad experience so i think the two things are to be really honest up front is time frames and budget and cost are people surprised at how long it might take i think they're actually surprised once we go to site how quickly the home's built and that really surprises the customers they think that process in the office is going to be a lot quicker than it is but they think the building of the homes will be a lot longer so I think they're surprised on how quickly we actually do build the homes. Now, there's a couple of different types of ways to build a new home. Can you tell me what they are and what they mean? Like looking at home and land packages, knockdown rebuild, dual occupancy. What are the difference in those sorts of things? Yeah, so if you look at the land side of things first, that's obviously the main piece of the puzzle. We can't build a house unless you have a block of land. So you know, we have probably half of our customers that come to us who've already chosen that block of land. And we have other people who come to us and say, this is all new to me. I have no idea. Can you help me and hold my hand? And we help them find a block of land and we can find them the block that suits their needs within their budget really easily. So, but other people like to do it themselves and choose their block of land first. So it really just depends. And then you've got the people who love where they live currently, but the house is getting old but they don't want to move. So they decide to knock down their current home and build a new home. Or some people decide to knock down their home and build two dwellings on the one side, you know, dual lock project. So there's many different ways that you can go about the home building process. That's really interesting because before we got into these Metricon interviews, I really assumed that Metricon would have a certain thing they did and then that was all that was on offer. I didn't really realize how flexible it could be. And in fact, I drove past a Metricon build in a suburban area not long ago and it was a knockdown rebuild. And I thought, oh, that's interesting that they've actually come along. I thought it was more just big developments. So it's good to know that it's quite adaptable. Yeah, look, our business has changed over time. We started off just building homes in the greenfield space. When I say greenfields, that means the larger states. And then over time, let's do knockdown rebuild. Let's get into dual lock. Let's look at a first home buyer range. And so our business has grown over the years and now we have, it doesn't matter which market you're in or segment, we've got something to offer almost everybody in today's market. After I finished talking with Drew, the idea of building a home was starting to feel really achievable, but I still wanted to come back to Luke. And this time around, I asked how Metricon makes it smooth for people like you and I who want to build for the first time. It's a really good question and we've spent 45 years attempting to perfect it. The way that we attempt to address that for the customer is to give them only one person to speak to who's looking after them. So we say, no, no, Mr. Customer, you just deal with me. I'll look after everything. Now I've got a team of people behind me that are doing everything that needs to be done for your home and updating me with all the relevant information so that I can tell you. You don't need to speak to the drafts people or the estimators or the permits people or council or the energy efficiency engineer that's going to be consulted for your home. I'm the one person you deal with. So we're going to have a great relationship. My responsibility is to keep you informed at all times and to ensure that what you're trying to achieve for yourself and your family out of this build, I'm the conduit back to Metricon to make sure we're delivering that for you. That's probably the most significant thing that we've done to simplify it for our customer, that they deal with a salesperson at point of sale, initial conversation who gets an understanding of their brief and puts together what we can do to achieve that. Then they have a pre-site manager. So the salesperson would hand over the the customer to a pre-site manager, which as the name suggests, looks after that customer during that pre-site phase when all the council guidelines are being met and so on and so forth. And then when they're building their home, they deal directly with the site manager. 
who in you know, in maybe layman's term, is the foreman who's building their home. You don't need to talk to someone third hand. You deal with the builder, and he or she is responsible for your journey on site. My husband and I, we renovated and rebuilt a house a couple of years ago and we did half renovation, half new build. And the new build stuff was so much easier compared to the renovation stuff, as you said in the beginning, and I agree completely. But inevitably things come up that you don't expect when something starts to become tangible, whether it's where the door is or the way the door opens or the way the windows open or where the PowerPoints are, all those things. What happens as the process goes along with Metricon? Are those things consulted along the way to make sure that everything's in the right spot and working the way it should be? Yeah, they are. And a really simple but probably powerful example of that is once we get to the building phase, that the customer has, as I say, direct access to the site manager. And that site manager at minimum provides that customer with a weekly update. And that update would look something like okay, Mr. and Mrs. Customer, I'm going to give you a weekly update. When are you available? What's the best day and the best time that you can isolate yourself away because I'd love to give you an update. So, okay, let's agree Thursdays at 3.30, we'll jump on a call and give you an update. Now, that call is providing, okay, in the last seven days, this is what's happened on your home. So, for example, we've stood the timber frame up, the electricians have come in and wired it all, and the plumbers come in and wired it all, so that's been all done. And for this coming seven days, what we'll be doing is the bricklayers starting on Tuesday, should be finished by Thursday. The carpenter is going to come back and put some cladding up on Wednesday to Friday, so on and so forth. And I'll look forward to our conversation next week where I can confirm that all those things that I've booked in to happen have happened. Then the conversation next week rolls around and it's a really easy conversation because you know how I told you the bricklayer was going to start on Tuesday and finish on Thursday? Look, as it turns out, his young fella grazed his knee at school on the Tuesday afternoon. So he had to go and attend to him. So he ended up starting on the Wednesday and finished on the Friday. So we did lose a day there. But in the overall scheme of things, I've been able to bring the carpenter in a day. So we haven't lost any time. But what we find is the customers, as long as they're informed, both proactively and it should anything have happen reactively, they're very understanding. Customers say, oh, okay, no, no worries. Look, is the bricklayer's son's knee okay? It was just a graze, but you know, as most fathers do, we tend to sort of worry about our kids if something like that happens. So we just had to duck off and take care of it. So yeah, no problem at all. But I'm really pleased that you guys looked after that as it happened and you're keeping me informed about it. Yeah. And I think that's the important thing is communication because as soon as communication goes sideways, then things start to become confusing and that's where things go wrong in pretty much every aspect of our lives. Let's think about it. Communication is the key. Absolutely. Now, what for you is the most exciting and the funnest part of the whole build process? Oh, it's probably a bit cliche, but it's got to be giving the customers the keys to their new home, right? That's when it all comes together. And you speak to any person who's, who builds a new home, whilst the journey is exciting and it's exciting picking the things that are going to go in that home and seeing the slab go down and maybe the kids get an opportunity to go and put their hand print in the slab for keepsakes. Oh, yeah, that's always good. Yeah. The reason people build a new home is to live in it. And that moment where you know we're able to hand the customer their home exactly the way they wanted it is a super satisfying moment for us. And most of our staff who are not site managers are green with envy that our site managers get to live that moment with our customers because that's the moment, right? That's the crescendo where everything we've been working on as a collective, as a joint venture, if you like, is, you know, this is it. It's like your wedding day. You've worked toward it for generally a long time. A lot of planning has gone into it, but it's all about the day. 
All right. Well, before we let you go, I just want to ask you one more question. What is your favorite customer success story from your time at Metricon? Have you got something that stands out in your mind? Yeah, look, I've been lucky to be part of the business for 15 years. So over that time, we've built a lot of homes. So I've got a few, but the one that immediately came to my mind was probably seven to eight years ago. There was a gentleman who was a truck driver and he was the quintessential truck driver. He was probably mid to late 40s wearing the blue Jackie Howe singlet and the short shorts and a really good guy. He was married with two kids. He called up, he said, I've heard your ad. I've worked as a truck driver for 15 years. My wife's a stay-at-home carer. We've rented a home our whole life. We've always dreamt or wanted to, to own our own home, but we didn't think it's, we don't think it's possible. Can you help us? And we were able to help him and we got him into a home and land package at Moolumbah, which is in Northern New South Wales, not too far from sort of Byron Bay. And the day we gave him the keys, he built a single story home, four bed, two bath, double car garage, which I think he turned into a triple car garage from memory because he was a being a truck driver, he's always tinkering with stuff in his garage. And here's this blokey bloke, Aussie guy, crying on his driveway because he didn't believe it was possible. But with our help, and we were really proud to be able to help them, he was able to move into not only just his home, a home that was their own, but a brand new home that he thought in their wildest dreams, whilst they desperately wanted to provide that, particularly for their two daughters, was just going to be something that they wouldn't be able to do because of their situation. So that's the one that stands out for me the most. Excuse me, little tingles talking about it. That we just loved, loved, loved being able to help that family move into a brand new Metricon home that they thought was just a thing of their imagination. Thanks for listening to episode one of Building the Dream, a podcast by Metricon all about the process of building a new home. In today's episode, we broke down why we should build new. Luke talked us through the practical benefits of building new and why it's such an exciting process. And Drew broke down the different types of new builds that you can undertake. Join us next episode as we learn everything you need to know about finding the perfect location to build your new home. But if you're ready to make the plunge now, head over to metricon.com.au and get in touch with a new home advisor. I'm Cecilia Ramsdale, and I'll catch you next time on Building the Dream.